بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم وبعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome to the Fix segment We welcome one and all And uh, let us get straight into it Alhamdulillah So yeah, last week we were discussing uh, the wudu and the method of wudu And we're just going to quickly go over what we had discussed last week From the beginning of the method of how to make wudu Tell where we stopped last week and then we'll continue from there inshallah So quickly going over the points that were discussed last week The first thing is to make the niyat for wudu So it is sunnah for a person to make the niyat for wudu One should make the niyat at heart That I am performing wudu to get rid of hadith asghar Or what we uh, refer to as the minor impurity That impurity by which uh, wudu will remove that impurity The dua before commencing wudu is that a person should read the dua Bismillahi walhamdulillahi that I begin with the name of Allah and all praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person should wash one's hands, face and feet etc. before before performing namaz. Uh, And this is called wudu. And no namaz, we must mention here again that no namaz is accepted without Wudu. A person should sit on a high, clean place to perform wudu, face the direction of the Holy Kaaba Sharif if possible. If it is not possible, then a person may sit wherever they are and make the wudu. A person should use tahir, clean water. First, wash both the hands up to the wrists three times as we discussed last week as well. To use the miswak, a specific piece of stick for cleaning the teeth and then gargle three times. So after washing our hands, and that is just up to and including the rest three times, first the right, then the left, then a person should use the miswak. And a miswak is a specific type of stick. Alhamdulillah, most of us are acquainted with what the miswak looks like. But what we must remember is that by using the miswak, that wudu in which the miswak is used, the namaz that is performed with that wudu, the prayer that is performed with that wudu is multiplied 70 times in reward. That is how meritorious it is to use a miswak at the time of making wudu. It is sunnah to make miswak during wudu. Thereafter, take water up to the nostrils three times with the right hand and clean the low nose with the left hand. And specifically with the small finger of the left hand, a person should clean the nose. So to take water up to the nostrils three times and uh, with the right hand and then clean the nose with the left hand uh, or the small finger of the left hand. So, so far we have covered washing the hands up to the wrist three times, using miswak and gargling the mouth three times and uh, washing the nostrils three times and cleaning with the left hand. The next one is to wash the face three times. Now, as we mentioned last week, that although there is, this is the sunnah method of making wudu, there are four faraid and obligatory acts of wudu by which if any one of these are left out, then the wudu will not be complete. Now we have reached the first one, and that is washing the face. So if a person washes the face one time the, the fard will be complete. However, it is sunnah to wash the face three times. So where should a person wash the face from? 
How should we wash the face? Well, the face should be washed from the top of the forehead, from where the hairline begins. From where the hairline begins. From the top of the forehead to the bottom of the chin and from one earlobe to the other earlobe. The next one is to make khilal of the beard. This is obviously for the men. Now khilal will be made whenever the beard is thick and lush. That a person, you cannot see a person's skin through his beard. That the beard is so thick and lush that the person's skin on his chin is not visible at all. Then it will be permissible and it is sunnah to make khilal. However, if a person has such a small beard or such a thin beard that is not thick and lush, then it is important to remember that the water must reach the skin. If a person whose skin is visible through his beard makes khilal of his beard, then his wudu will not be complete for the simple reason that the washing of the face, which is a fard of wudu, will not be complete. And therefore, it is very, very important to remember this, that the washing of the face includes that skin which is visible through the beard. However, if a person has a thick beard, then it is sunnah for him to make khilal of the beard. That is by passing his fingers, his wet fingers through the beard. The next point, thereafter wash the right hand including the elbows three times. To wash the right hand. Now this is the second fard of wudu. The first fard and compulsory act of wudu is the washing of the face. This now is the second compulsory act of wudu which is the washing of the, of the hands. The washing of the hands up to and including the elbows one time is fard. It's compulsory to do it at least once. But the sunnah method which we are discussing here indicates that a person must wash his right hand including the elbows three times. So to wash it three times, this is sunnah. Then you're moving over to the left hand. This should also be washed up to and including the elbows, up to and including the elbows three times as well. So we can see that it is sunnah to do everything three times in wudu. Whether it is washing the hands, gargling the mouth, rinsing the nostrils, washing of the, of the face, washing the right hand, left hand, all of them we will notice that it was the sunnah of Rasulullah Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam to wash these limbs three times each. Uh, whereas the, the fard and the compulsory is to wash it at least one time, but the sunnah is to wash it three times. But that does not mean that we waste wudu, uh, waste water, rather. But water must be preserved and must be used sparingly. Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Once again, we will mention here he made wudu the sunnah method of making wudu, which we are talking about here. He made it with less than one liter of water. Approximately 700 to 750 milliliters of water was used in the wudu of Rasulullah Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then, after washing the left hand three times to make khilal of the fingers, that is to pass wet fingers through the webbing of the hands, uh, interlocking the fingers of one hand into the other. And in this way here, we can make khilal and the inner portion of the fingers, that's the webbing, what we call, that water sometimes does not get into those areas. To so making khilal of the fingers ensures that 
a wet part the of of the fingers or the wet part of the hand will touch into those places where it is generally difficult for water to reach so after washing the right hand three times the left hand three times we will then make khilal of the fingers and that is interlocking the fingers of one hand into the other right till the webbing so that all these corners and all these difficult areas are then uh, washed as well at this point here there is a dua that should be read and this is a dua that is thabit has been proven that this dua should be read during wudu dua while making wudu there are many many duas in fact that uh, for every lam in fact we read through the kitabs we will find that nabi karim sallallahu had a dua for almost each and every lam that he would wash he would make us a different dua but however it is difficult for us to remember each and every dua so the ulama have taken out these three the duas the dua before which we mentioned bismillah walhamdulillah then the second one is the dua whilst making wudu, which is this dua, Allahumma ghfir li dhambi, wa wasi' li fi dari, wa barik li fi rizqi. Subhanallah, what a beautiful dua. What a beautiful dua from Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was jami'ul karim, and he would say, he would make duas that were so concise in nature, but they were so deep in their meaning. Subhanallah, so many of the duas. This was one of the miracles of Rasulullah Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa One of the five things that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said he was given, that other Anbiya alayhi wa were not given. And one of the these were, was that Nabi Kareem was given this jawami'ul kalim, that his words were very concise, but the meanings of his words were very, very deep indeed. So this was the dua, Allahumma ghfir li dhambi wa wasi' li fi dari wa barik li fi rizqi. That, O oh Allah, forgive my sins and give expansion in my home and grant me blessings in my sustenance. Subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. Going forward, we will continue with next week, inshallah. I hope that you've enjoyed the program and please, please tune in again next week for the fixed segment. والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته